Hello, everyone. Welcome. It's going to be a little later uh, version of the podcast. It's still going to be out here on Saturday, just a couple hours late. Uh, but welcome to High Scores and High Spots. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend ahead. And uh, we're going to be talking some wrestling and some video game news. That's right. We are your home for all things professional wrestling and video games. I am Ryan. And with me, as always, is my co-host, my older brother, Nate. What's up, everybody? We got some big video game news. Now, maybe not big, but it was a, there was something that happened over the weekend for video games. There, there, we, have, Friday. we have news. <laughs> we, we got news. We got news. Uh, we're going to be talking all the latest video game news, and we're going to be ending the show today with some wrestling stuff because we've got some big dynamite news and some impact. So we're going to start off, though, of course, with the Disney 23 Disney and Marvel Games Showcase. Well, they had their little show. Uh, they had a couple of announcements. Uh, yeah, well, let's get into this, Nathan, because they had some uh, they had some big stuff. Uh, they had some decent stuff. Uh, let's start with uh, we're, we're not going to go in any kind of order here, but uh, Ryan, they had a Mario Kart type game. Yay! Announced uh, with Disney characters. The the CGI little trailer thing looked cool, but who knows what the actual game is going to look like? Probably uh, just going to be yeah. generic Mario Kart. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he had he had Jack Sparrow and the guy from Monsters Inc. and all kinds of crazy characters running around that course. So, uh, it'll be different. Um, we also had uh, we had one we had a deep cut here, Ryan, that I you know, honestly didn't even know it was a thing. And if I would have known it was a thing back in the day, mm-hmm. I know I exactly what you're talking about. I probably would have went out and bought that, or had my uh, my you know had our dad buy for us. Uh, gargoyles. I knew exactly what you were going to say. I don't know if this is was a Sega Genesis or a Super Nintendo game. May have been both, for all I know. Uh, it's getting remastered, so that's going to be coming out soon. And uh, the the Lion King and Aladdin games didn't get remastered. They just got re-released. Yeah. Um, it's looking like the original Gargoyles was a Sega Genesis exclusive. Okay. That's why we never That's had it. That's probably why we never played it. Well, um, but apparently it was really good. Yeah, and apparently it's getting remastered. Uh, so that'll be interesting. They didn't show anything about it. They just yeah, showed they us. It. <laughs> yeah, they kind of just showed us the old game, and that was that. So interesting. There's also apparently they re-released Jungle Book video game, which I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know they had Jungle Book game either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they... Apparently that's our... Apparently that's already out. Yeah. That was that got released with Lion King and stuff, but I didn't know. I, so I'm about to look that one up. Uh, yeah. So that's a deep cut. Um, we also had some Marvel stuff here, Ryan. A lot of Marvel. Uh, yeah, we had a Midnight Suns game, which. The four player game, it looks like it looks like it. Uh, it it got delayed. Um, it was supposed to release this year, uh, October 7th. Um, but it has now been pushed back to December 2nd, so just a couple months. So it's not that big of a deal. It's a kind of a Marvel strategy type of game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that's about. Um, yeah, it got moved back, but it's what's coming in a couple months here, so right. 
Uh, we also got a CGI trailer. Nothing really about the game, hardly, but uh, this was a big one for a lot of people because it looks like it's going to be a real deal. They, they said that the people that are making this game, Ryan, are the people that make uh, the Uncharted series, and this is also going to be a story-driven game like the Uncharted series, which is interesting. Uh, it looks like a Captain America-type game uh, with some other characters sprinkled in, but we saw Captain America's shield and... Uh, I don't know, dude. This could yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Um, that's weird. Uh, it, they didn't really show it. It looked like Captain America. It looked like Black Panther was there as well. Um, but that's we didn't see anything about the name or what kind of game this is going to be. Um, yeah, apparently it's apparently it's Black Panther's dad. So apparently this is taking place in the past. It's a, I've, I've heard it's like World War II era. Okay. Uh, so a weird Marvel game. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like an action game, open world. We know nothing about it, but it's got a lot of people talking, a lot of people interested. And so uh, very different compared to a lot of the other uh, Marvel games, it looks like. So it's going to be, looks like they're taking it a different direction, which would be pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Uh, what else got announced here, Ryan? We had a Marvel AR themed game, which is coming out called uh, Marvel World of Hero Heroes. That's basically um, a mobile game. Mobile game, kind of like the the Minecraft AR game that was out, and the Pokemon AR game and stuff like that. Um, we have Marvel Snap, which was a Marvel card game for PC and mobile, which will come out October eighteenth. Um, Return to Monkey Island is also coming out uh, soon as well. Actually, very soon, September nineteenth, it's going to be on Switch and PC. And so, uh, Return to Monkey Island also coming. We had uh, Tr Tron game uh, announced. Tron Identity. It's a new visual novel, so it's not really a game, but it's one of those right. visual novels. But it will be coming out soon as well. We also had Lego Star Wars. The Skywalker Saga is getting some updates. Um, and then we had yeah. a, a Mickey Mouse um, game coming to the yeah, Switch. Yeah, this looks like a four-player platformer type game. Uh, Disney Illusion Island. Uh, yeah, and, Mickey, uh, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. I will definitely yeah, be picking this up. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and it's in the style of the new newer cartoon that they have released uh, the past few years. Yeah. Um, so that's... So it's going to have that, you know, edgier comedy. I, I watched a few episodes of that cartoon, Ryan, and they, they do stuff that oh, I yeah. didn't expect Disney me, cartoons to do. Me so. too. I, I was I was watching with my son, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this will be interesting. I definitely will have to pick this up because my son's a super super into Mickey Mouse. So um, this would be a must-play for me as soon as it drops sometime in 2023. So yeah. it's a Switch exclusive as well. So that one was it may not be like big in a way of other people, but it's definitely we haven't had a Mickey Mouse game in you know a while, especially not a especially not a two D platformer. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see that. Um, uh, there were some other ones, uh, but there's a bunch of just updates and then uh, like yeah, a lot of games see. that weren't really Disney related, honestly. Like the Aliens game got a got a update on it, and I was like. That that, um, that top down strategy game, I was like, "What is? Yeah, what's that doing at D twenty three? Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, who's only been out for like a week, uh, is already yeah. getting DLC. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be coming out. So, I'm in the fall. You'll get the, the Toy Story content update where you get Woody and Buzz and all the Toy Story people. It's coming soon. So, 
Uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff. Nothing nothing groundbreaking, I wouldn't say, um, no, regarding I mean, the games. But, yeah, you know, it's still a lot of cool stuff um, that could be uh, could, could yeah. be playing soon. So. And we got plenty more freaking events coming here, Ryan, because uh, Sony has announced some kind of events coming. I don't know exactly what it is, but they're doing something. Um. The, but one that is in question is the Nintendo Direct that everybody's been rumoring about, Ryan, because now it hasn't even been officially announced. It's all been rumors, mm-hmm. but now it's been rumored that it might get delayed. So something that we don't even know about might get delayed. <laughs> we got delays of games we don't even know. That's great. Like, yeah. We're getting to the point so, where... I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Something about real-world events. I don't know if it's... Surely it's not the Queen that would delay this. But I don't know what else it would be. But they might, I don't know, it's supposedly being delayed. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, we also have, you spoke of another event. Um, we've got Call of Duty Next, uh, which will be reveal the future of the Call of Duty franchise. September 15th, 1 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So Apparently September is just the time to do your events. I don't know. I thought it was in the summer. You know, around E3, but apparently not. I guess September, now, you know, they're gearing up for the holiday season. So, yeah, apparently this is the new, the new oh, E3. Yeah. Um, also, EA, because we talked Call of Duty, we got to talk Battlefield. EA has opened up a new studio called Ridgewine Games to develop a narrative campaign set in the Battlefield Ooh. universe. Hell yes. I see, you know, for the longest time in video games, we were in this. Only like like we went from like as soon as the 360, all of a sudden it became all multi multiplayer. Anybody, yes. anybody that every time a game came out, well, where's the multiplayer? We only want to play multiplayer. Yep. Now it's like I guess after years and years of multiplayer, people are like, I kind of want to sit down and play a story. Because mm-hmm. now we're getting all these. It act like it's this big new idea. Of having single player modes in games like uh you know uh Splatoon's got a single player <laughs> mode. And it's like well, this is what video games used to be, you know? And I'm kinda liking it, right? Because I'm more of a single player guy. Oh, I yeah, I, I it's so crazy how we, we went back in time now. Like, you know, multiplayer single player was the thing for a while, and then like you said, everything jumped to online, and now it's like we're back to games wanting to make single player campaigns again. It's like yeah. it well, is, it, what's it, old it, is new. Yeah, it's crazy. Everything's just it's like a cycle. Um, and I think yeah. people just I, I love online gaming. There are, there are some games that I, I you know are fun to play online, but I love the experience of playing a game by myself and experiencing it and and a a, a, a battlefield game that kind of craziness on single player campaign story driven that would be I think that'd be amazing. So. I yeah. think this is awesome. I there's no word on you know. Obviously, it won't be anytime soon, um, but it, it'll be coming probably next year. I would say so. Yeah, but that'd be fun. I I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm digging it. Uh, what else we got in the world of video games, Ryan? Before we jump into wrestling, um, Microsoft is testing a new hex Xbox Home interface. Um, so they're going to. Upgrade it. They're testing it out, and they said it'll probably be be arriving in 2023. Um, I don't know exactly what they're going to change about it, uh, but so they're going to try to make it easier to uh, 
you know, find games and apps and, and navigate to the stuff. Because, you know, it is kind of, you have to scroll down to get to, like, Game Pass. You got to scroll down to get to, I think it'd be nice if you had, like, your, the instead of showing all the games on the top, it'd be nice if it had, like, games, Game Pass, all that stuff, like, up there. So I didn't have to go all the way down to get to everything. It'd be nice to have, like, have folders or shit. I know how we we always jump on this folder thing, how it's, like, brand new, but... <laughs> <laughs> that should be a thing, but maybe we should have that back and have it all and everything. I can set it how I want and put this, like, rearrange the interface how I want it to be instead of having to scroll down to get to everything. All right. Kind of takes a while to get, you know, if you're looking at your apps or your, or like trying to get to Game Pass games, it does take a little bit to get there. It'd be nice if you could just hit one button and get straight to the Game Pass stuff. Hell yeah. We'll see what they do, but they're going to be working on that soon and, uh, Hopefully have that out by next year. Xbox is, I will give the PlayStation user, user face, in my opinion, is probably better than Xbox's. Xbox is, see, Sony is more clean and like all organized better. So Microsoft does have a little bit of work to do to make their interface a little bit better, but we'll see what they change because I'm sure they'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, let's see, anything else we got here? Um... I think we almost hit it all here. That was all the big stuff. Um, I'm gonna look to see if there's anything else. It's all Disney stuff going on right now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I did want to talk real quick about multiverses. I did get to play, play a little bit of this game. Not, I don't really consider this a full review because I have not put too much time into it. This game is if you if you're in the Smash Brothers or those type of games, this is obviously the same kind of concept except you have. There is a one-on-one -on -one mode, but it's more fun to do two-on-two -two where you're with somebody else and your teammate. Um, if you do not want to put any money in this game, then you're going to be using the same two characters for a long time. Uh, because unlocking people and buying new uh, characters and new stuff takes forever. So unless you want to put some money into it and buy some coins and buy uh, some money... Uh, this is gonna. It, it's it's a very grind game. Um, I've been playing for a little bit. I have not enough money to do anything, so I am stuck with just Shaggy and Wonder Woman right now. Um, but having all the characters together, it is fun. Um, the, the special attacks are cool. It's pretty quick and easy to pick up and just play. I did have a ton of fun playing this game, but I realized, yeah, if you don't put money into it, you are not gonna unlock anything quick at all. It it is it is a long haul to unlock anybody. Uh, you don't get very many coins to to win matches and stuff, so it, it takes a long time. So that's where they get you. They want you to have to unlock everybody, pay for everybody. But if you don't very, want, I mean, very similar to that. Very similar to uh, that WWE game. Uh, yes, yes, uh, Battlegrounds. Uh, what the hell was that game called? Battlegrounds. Yes, very similar. Yes. Um, it's fun. It's very quick, like frenetic, fast-paced fighting. Uh, first to win, I think, knock your opponent out five times. Uh, you win. Like I said, they they focus on the teammate aspect. Like I said, I've got Shaggy and Wonder Woman. Those are my two characters. You upgrade each person. You can upgrade each person individually. Uh, my Shaggy's at like a three, and my Wonder Woman's at like a two. Um, but yeah, I I just I 
I'm nowhere near getting anybody unlocked. So <laughs> it's good. It's you gotta play that game for a long time before I get to play as anybody else. So it gets kind of boring if you don't want to buy for people and you get played the same people over and over and over again. But you know, well, it's fun. I'll probably put some more time into it and uh play it. But yeah, it's a different kind of game. You get all the mix of people, you know. It's different. Uh, but it's the same yeah. kind of concept as as Smash Brothers and all those other games. It's pretty easy to pick up. If you've played those games, you can play this game. It's kind of the same right. concept. So, But it's fun. I play it on my PC. Um, works fine for me. I have no issues with it. So if you want to play it, I'd say pick it up. It's free. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Kind of free. Uh, if you don't mind playing a Shaggy for the for like a year. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into the world of wrestling here, Ryan. We got some, we got some crazy news happening well, all of a sudden, Ryan. Because uh, the world of AEW continues to crumble. It feels like <laughs> it does, but they had a great show. They did. Dynamite was really good. Yes. I think if people leave, I don't think it's gonna hurt the show. Uh, but Ryan, the Young Bucks who have been suspended, supposedly. Yeah. And have been stripped of the title, the six man titles, along with Kenny Omega. Uh, apparently, Ryan, they sent feelers out to WWE. Yeah, so this this is a weird, um, like report. This is weird. Uh, because there's their contract. I'm not sure exactly. I thought they signed like huge deals. Like I thought they signed like ten year deals, but apparently not. Yeah. Um, so this report uh comes out saying that apparently they didn't sign new deals. Uh right. their options were picked up. They did reach out to a talent to send feelers that they would be interested in talking about coming in when their deals are up. Um, so so they've reached out to like apparently their deals are coming up at the end of 2024, which is kind of the same time MJF's is. Oh boy. And so yeah, so apparently they did not sign new deals, but Tony Khan re-signed them on their option. So they have like a one-year, two-year option. So interesting there. And now with this being suspended, and, and I don't know, man. I don't know. It's very interesting. They're the EVPs, and they're all elite wrestling. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah, this so is we, nuts. 2024 is going to be one of the biggest years <laughs> wrestling apparently it's looking that way uh so dynamite ryan um this was a damn good show and i am was. one of the most critical person of AEW. i will i i don't like a lot of what they do but this show was fantastic yeah, they really yeah. took this negative that they have going around and they flipped it into a positive and this was a great show yeah maybe tony khan finally you know had a waking up moment and decided I need to be the boss. So he kicked off the show, uh, Tony Khan, and the crowd booed him. Yep. Uh, he announced that the world title and the trios titles are vacated in there. And so he said tonight, best friends and orange, uh, best friends versus death triangle will be happening. The winner will be the new world's trios tournament. And then there's going to be a tournament to crown the next AW world champion starting tonight. And it'll conclude at Grand Slam. Yeah, uh, it's called so, the Tournament of Champions. Something. Yeah, it's all a lot of lot uh, former world champions, former TNT champions in it. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, we opened up, Ryan, with the, the, that six-man title match. Yeah. Well, we actually opened yeah. up with MJF. Well, okay, yeah, I guess we should talk about that first. MJF cut a, at the beginning, was wearing a Bills jersey, was, like, acting like cut a baby. hero and a big baby yeah, face. Yeah, kind of, cut a big baby face for a while. Uh, then Moxley comes out. Moxley says, I'm tired of this crap. He goes, and then and then uh, MJF says, turns everything, turns heel. He says, of course, I hate these people. Of course, this sound sucks. This this city sucks. And uh, basically, they're going to fight. MJF leaves, and Moxley says, you know what? I was supposed to be on vacation, and then all this shit does. And Moxley, now, I'm not a big Moxley fan either, but he cut a fantastic promo talking about how it's time for the bullshit to stop, basically. And we're basically, we're going to let that dark side die with the last generation. And he basically said that I'm the MVP. I'm going to be the man. I'm going to take over this company. I'm going to be the leader. So yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm not a big Moxley fan, but this was a good promo by MJF and then a great promo by Moxley. You're right. And then we led to the trying the, the tri trios match for the world trios championships. Why <laughs> these two teams? I'm not sure. I mean, they were both in the tournament, so I guess. But yeah. not who I thought was going to win this match. No. Uh, so it was Pac, uh, uh, obviously, the all-ranked champion. Phoenix and uh, Penta versus the best friends. Very good match. Uh, know, Orange Cassidy is one of Tony Khan's favorite dudes. Yeah. He's never won a belt in AEW, thank God. But And he still hasn't. <laughs> I, I thought that this was going to be it. Yeah, so this was uh, a very good match in the end. Pack hit the Black Arrow. Um, there was diving by all the members by Phoenix and uh, Penta taking out the other two members. Pack hits the Black Arrow, and Pack is a double champion. And Death Triangle are your new World Trios champions. I really didn't think they'd do it just because him being champion. I didn't think they would have him win. Yeah, he's a double champion now. Yeah, so that was awesome. Good start. Uh, and then we had Tony Storm versus Penelope Ford. Uh, mm. It was an okay match. This was decent. Uh, Tony Storm gets the win. So, I'm not sure at who's going to win. At least you're having your champion wrestle this time instead of just having her talk like she, they did with Thunder Rosa. And, and only letting her talk a minute. <laughs> that's all and apparently, Rosa. rumors are that Thunder Rosa is not really hurt, that she is sitting out. Yeah, and Tony Storm kind of alluded to that during the press conference. So yeah, so if that's the case, then yeah, might as well just let her go. He's pulling a Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, just might as well let her go. Uh, the acclaimed were gonna come out, but <laughs> but Swerve cut him off in the biggest heel moment of the night because everyone wanted to hear the acclaimed cut uh their their rap. Um. They cut them off and basically they go back and forth. And then it was announced that at two weeks, it will be the acclaimed versus Swerve and our glory rematch for the championship. Yeah. So apparently, you know, Tony Khan went against uh, <laughs> Swerve and Swerve and Lee on this one too. I'm sure Swerve is so happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Jericho cut a promo talking about the tournament and, uh, you know, and talking about the youth of the company and how he's, it's his locker room, his company. Um, so, yeah, decent little promo there. Well, the TNT Championship, Wardlow destroyed Tony Nese very quickly. And uh, that was it. Eh, right. You know, at least he's defending the title, I guess. But Yeah. 
Poor Tony Nese. I think he's. I don't think he's ever going to get over in any company. So then we had the AEW World Title Tournament match number one: Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. They had a great match. Uh, back and forth. I mean, they they always do when they wrestle each other. So this was expected to be a tremendous match. <laughs> they went back and forth. Uh, a lot of moments where I thought it could have ended, uh, especially when Danielson had the bell lock. Page stacks him up, got the two count, and then Danielson reversed him again. Um, and then uh, there was a reversal of the psycho knee into the dead eye, gets the two count. I thought that was it. Um, and then Danielson hit the knee, rolls out of the ring. Danielson went for a, like a suicide dive. Hangman caught him, pop up power bump on the apron. He hits a moonsault. He went for the buckshot, but Paige counters it, rolled him up, and gets the win. And Danielson is the winner. He'll move on to face Jericho next week uh, in the second in the semifinals. Very good match. Very good ending. Kind of caught out of nowhere because I didn't really know. This was like this was a weird one because it was. I think Danielson needs to win this whole tournament. Um, but this was like, is he going to go with Hangman because like the elite situation? Or is he going to just go with Danielson going a whole new direction? I think he made the right call here. I think, yeah. I think this was the right call going with Danielson. Then we had the main event, the ROH Pure Championship on the line. We were Utah versus Daniel Garcia. Another uh, fantastic uh, match between these two. Um, the, these two always have good matches. Uh, I, I'm not a big Daniel Garcia fan as far as his like acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but his wrestling ability, there's no doubt. Um, this was a pure rules match. So three rope breaks, titles can change hands on DQ, all that stuff. And then, so uh, what'd you think, Nathan? This was a very, very good match in my opinion. Oh, it was. It was a really good match. Uh, I was very surprised that uh, at the outcome, uh, because I don't know, I figured they wouldn't be doing a lot of ROH title changes. Uh, where they, you know, have an ROH show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we were ended up making Garcia or Garcia ended up making, we were used to tap out. And then, uh, Jarrett Danielson comes in. They do the code of honor. Danielson puts the title on Garcia and raises his hand. So is Garcia an official member now of the BCC or? I don't know. Jericho came out and kind of looked heartbroken. So, interesting ending. It was a very good match. This show was, it, it felt like this was a match, a show where they were, obviously it was, where they just had to kind of book on the fly a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it felt better than a normal show. So, that's how it goes whenever you have that happen. Um, the actual tournament. So, Danielson moved on on Diet Rampage, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen. Will wrestle the winner will take on John Moxley. Those two matches will take next place next week, and then the finals will take place in two weeks, September twenty first at Grand Slam. I'm assuming it's going to be Moxley and Danielson, um, and I hope they just go with Danielson uh, as the winner here. Interesting though. Uh, well, I don't even know if this means anything, but the Young Bucks, Omega, and Punk none were on the opener, the opening uh, opening little thing for the for the show. So. I don't know, just yeah. because they're suspended and they don't really want to promote them right now, which makes sense. But yeah. very interesting uh, to pretty... to remove the elite from all elite wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a theory. 
that I, I don't I don't think it'll be uh, Danielson or Moxley uh, winning this belt at all at Grand Slam. I think uh, I think MJF's going to cash in that chip and put himself in a triple threat match for that belt, and he's going to walk away with the title. I mean, very well he could uh, because it's be, in, uh, it's in it's in New York, so true. Grand Slams, true. That way um, you don't have to have a quick champion. You know what I mean? Because I don't see Moxley winning for a third time. If Brian Danielson, I don't want his first title win to get the belt and then lose to MJF. Yeah. Like, really soon. So I think that's the way to do it. Have MJF get in that match and walk away with the belt. Yeah. Um. Regarding CM Punk, he reported we had surgery, so if he does ever come back, it's going to be like at least eight months. So I don't want I, him to come back ever. Yeah, I hope he just like has that surgery and then slowly just disappears and we never hear from him By again. By the way, he's a two-time AEW champion, and he has like a six-day reign as champion. So, yeah. Lovely stuff, Mr. Punk. Lovely stuff. Yeah, The greatest, like the biggest comeback the most anticipated comeback in professional wrestling history, and this is what happens out of it. It's like his UFC career. It's just a, such a fucking disappointment. Apparently, the, another side to this story is that apparently Punk, when he came in, because he was getting all that money, apparently, I don't know if Tony Khan officially said you should work with the talent, or if he just kind of hinted at it and Punk was like, yeah, I'd be a locker room leader, you know. Apparently, he's been going around trying to give people advice and they're not taking it. I'm not – I am not in any way condoning CM Punk's actions. But <laughs> but apparently, that may be what set him off is all these guys, he's been trying to basically to give them advice and try to be the – try because when he said, I'm trying to run a company – in that press conference, I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, it, he was. He, I think he thinks you know because he got that money and maybe Tony Khan alluded to it, maybe he didn't, but he thinks he could help out with all these people, and they weren't listening to him, and he was getting frustrated, and I think that's what set him off the deep end. So, but like I said, I don't. Yeah. He could handle. Way different, so I mean, yeah, that's not the way to go about it. Obviously, the young pucks and Omega probably didn't go about it the right way either. A lot of immaturity, in my opinion, happened there between these grown men. Um, punk apparently, apparently, the Bucks and Omega took uh, basically like their HR person with them, so I don't think they actually were going in there to start a fight. So there's two sides of the story. Yeah, according to the Young Bucks side, they went in there just to talk because Punk said, come talk to me. So they were like, okay. They went in there just to talk, and according to them, Punk just immediately started swinging. Yeah. Punk's side says that the Young Bucks knocked his door down. Well, they, they've 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 come back and said that they hadn't actually knocked the door down. They just kind of forced their way in, but they didn't yeah. actually like like beat on the door. But... 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 Stop. I think if I think if they did have the the per, the 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 HR person with them, I don't think they would have broken the door down or forced their way in. I think, I think I I would say if the HR person was there, the the, the young buck story is probably the right story. Yeah. Uh, and 
if that's the case, then, you know, either way, you know, maybe they tried to handle it the right way by talking to him. So maybe, maybe the Bucks aren't at fault, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. So according to the Punk Silvers, the young Bucks went in there. Punk was like wiped out and he was, he was not answering. So Matt and Nick pounded on the door and eventually kicked the door down. Ace's wife was in the room um, because she was there watching Punk's dog. Larry, apparently she had a broken foot. And that's why a steal went off because of his wife being in there. Um, in the elite version, they just went in to talk to him, um, and they didn't barge in. And they said, but before, as soon as they entered the room, Punk threw punches, and then that's when everything happened. So, completely different sides to the story. Reportedly, they are interviewing people who've seen it. Apparently, MJF was one of the main people who's actually like saw it. Um. They're doing an internal investigation, so we'll see what that will. Uh, but those are that's completely like you could not have two more completely different accounts of what happened. <laughs> like, that's that so hilarious. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I would, on my opinion, I, I, I'm not saying this because like I think, but I think the Young Bucks side seems more plausible of what happened. I don't see the Young Bucks being like, we're EVPs, we're just gonna knock this door down. And yeah. like I, I just don't see that happening, but never know, I guess. We'll see what happens. All right, let's go to impact, right? Where things might not be so dramatic. Well, maybe not. <laughs> uh we kicked the show off with Aussie Open or the current New Japan Open or whatever that show tag team champions, whatever they're called. Strong tag team champions. Uh they took on Ace Austin and Chris Bay of the Bullet Club. Uh, so this was a powerhouse versus high flying match here. Um, Aussie Open does end up getting the win over the Bullet Club. Bullet Club don't do much in Impact. Uh, they're they're not the dominant faction in Impact as they are in New Japan. <laughs> Uh, then we had Mickey James versus Rochelle Rose. Mickey James last week came out and basically said that she's on her farewell tour and she's doing the Ric Flair thing, Nathan, the next match she loses is going to be her last match. Hmm. So we'll see where that leads, but there's, she's doing the Ric Flair WWE thing where the next match she loses, she's going to retire on her own. Uh, she took on Rachelle Rose in this match and obviously got the win because Rachelle Rose is not going to be the one to retire. Mickey James. <laughs> Uh, and then we had Kenny King versus Yuya um- Uyamura. Uh-huh. I think Uyamura is making his Impact debut, so they've got just debuts galore over here in the Impact. Um, I think uh, in, like, the pre-show, I think, like, before the Impact, I think they had uh, Shane Taylor debuted as well. So I don't know if they ended up signing him or not. Uh, but I know Shane Taylor did wrestle for Impact at this taping. I don't know if it was on this show or next show or something, but I know he was there. So I don't know if if he's going to get signed, but that'd be a big pickup for him if they do sign him. All right. Uh, but Yuya does get the win here uh, the with the uh, flying cross body block to pick up the victory. Uh, Mia Yim got involved, and I'm not sure why. She came out and distracted Kenny King, and I'm not sure what the connection there is. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out why Mia Yim did she get did they 
cost her a match or something? I, I'm so confused because he's a part of the Death Before or Dishonor group thing, Violent by Dishonor or whatever they're called. All right. So, did they cost her a match or something? It's Impact. Who knows? <laughs> Could have been on a house show for all we know. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but she ended up kicking him in the face and then you didn't want to beat him. So then we had Chelsea Green versus Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Chelsea Green, one half of the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champions. She was accompanied by Deanna Perazzo and Taya Valkyrie had all of the decay with her. Um, Havoc ends up uh, having the referee distracted. Uh, Green shoved Valkyrie into Havoc and then she hit the unprettier uh, for the win. Poor Taya. She comes in here and then she just loses like every match. Then <sighs> your main of uh, your, your your fifth match of the night, Brian Myers defending the Impact Digital Media Championship against Bupinder Gujar. Um, these guys have been feuding for it feels like months. Um, they end up the 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 title gets brought into the ring. They have a tug of war over it, and Gujar ends up hitting Myers with the title, which forces a disqualification. Um, after the match, Scott Demore announced that in two weeks, these two men will wrestle in a ladder match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. So there you go. Why I don't know. These guys have been feuding for like it feels like months. Every time I talk about Impact, these two are wrestling. <laughs> And your main event, Nathan Heath is in the main event against Eddie Edwards. Edwards is the number one contender for the world championship. Uh, good match. I mean, it's Heath. I like Heath, but it's not really a, a main eventer. I don't feel like he gives it his all on impact. <laughs> no. I think he was like, he's wrestling because he's getting, but I, I think he was really just wants to be back in WWE. I feel yeah. like. I think, his, I think his time has passed, right? He's, he's getting up there in age. True. Uh, but all of Honor No More end up getting involved in this match, which leads to Josh Alexander also come out. Um, Eddie Edwards does get the win, though, um, in this match. And then Honor No More dis- destroy Rich Swan, Heath, and Alexander at the end of the show. So, all right. So there you go. So we're heading to Bound for Glory next month. Their biggest show, apparently. But then they also feels like Victory Road or whatever other one is their kind of big show, too. So Impact. Weird stuff. And we have no more NXT UK to talk about. So that's kind of a... Um, so tonight, it is Saturday. There's a big show going on. It's, a, it's an independent show. Um, but First Wrestling is having a show, Nathan. Saturday Night Di- uh, Nitro. It's actually at the Mall of America. <laughs> it's on live on Fight TV if you want to check it out. I might check this show out. Uh Rob Van Dam's gonna be there. Uh Ethan Page, Matt Cardona. And so yeah, they're they're having Saturday night Nitro um live in uh at the Mall of America. So I think this is like their first show ever. Uh, or something like that. But yeah. they're gonna show it at, at the Mall of America, which is cool. So that's going to happen. Uh, there's some other. We'll talk about all this on the Tuesday show where we do our. Happy. Um, us Lex Luger rolls his wheelchair out there in the middle of the. Uh, it's we'll him. Talk. What's he doing here? <laughs> what the so, hell is he doing here? That'd be cool. 
That would um, make my day. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk all that on the Tuesday show when we do our uh, our uh, independent around the indie world. So. All right. It'll be interesting. Interesting weekend. So. Uh, anything else? Or is that going to wrap this thing up? I think that's going to wrap it up. All right. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you. Um, if you do enjoy this podcast, share it, like it, and spread it around. Give the good word. We are high scores and high spots. That is Nathan. I am Ryan reminding you to always set your scores and hit your spots. Later. <laughs>